your business really is a relationship and it's, it's about dating that your business and it's about dating the people in your business too, whether it's your potential customers, whether it's leads, whether it's prospects, and then it's people you work with and you're cultivating on your team. Every moment spent in connection, reflecting on who we are and how we've grown, the moments that are full of joy and celebration, and then those moments that challenge us and ask us to change course, pivot in a new direction, and grow and change in ways that we never anticipated. Every moment spent in connection, sharing those reflections, coming together around shared experiences, changes who we are because it allows us to get to know who we are, to get to know our hearts, and it allows us to form connections and community around shared passions, interests, and joy. Welcome to Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Through conversations focusing on life's biggest lessons, this series will explore the joys we can find through these experiences and the connection and community we create through sharing our reflections. It's an open and honest look at the moments and lessons in our lives that impact us. Every episode features a conversation that will leave you feeling inspired, motivated, full of joy, and get you thinking about the experiences in your life and the lessons they've taught you. Lessons In, a new series from Seek the Joy podcast. Welcome back to Lessons In. Today on the podcast, we're talking all about lessons in dating your business with Miriam Steckity. And Miriam is a former dancer and corporate gal who turned a network marketing side hustle into a seven-figure business in just four years. Today, her passion is to help women live authentically and become the best version of themselves. And she really believes that building and maintaining relationships are the keys to sustaining a business long-term. She also just came out with a brand new book. It's called The Secrets of Dating Your Business. And I really enjoyed sitting down with Miriam For today's new episode, we dive into a lesson she's learned about dating your business, building relationships, and why it really all starts with investing in yourself and your passion. Miriam shares what it means to actually date your business, how we can fall in love with building relationships, and the types of relationships that lead to wild success in your business. And then also we dive into what often holds us back from embracing our biggest dreams. Plus, Miriam shares why we should expect to get ghosted and why it's actually a good thing, what has surprised her the most about dating her business and the joy that she's found. Miriam's reflections, her honesty and vulnerability in this episode will, I know it'll leave you feeling inspired, but also remind you that your true success is built from strong relationships and friendships that you really make along your journey. One of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I really want you to be able to live a happier, more joyful, and just ease-filled life. And so that's why I'm so happy to share that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. The last year and a half, there is no doubt it's been difficult. And that's why I think now more than ever, it's important that we have reliable resources that we can turn to. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. So this is how it works. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's easy and free to change counselors if you don't think the person you're matched with is a good fit. And this service is available for people worldwide too. 
BetterHelp also offers a broad range of expertise in their counselor network, so you'll get timely and thoughtful responses, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions too. So as a listener of Seek the Joy podcast, you will get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash seek the joy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash seek the joy. The link will also be included in our show notes. I think my biggest takeaway from today's new episode with Miriam is that it's really about value, how you value yourself, how you value others, invest in yourself, and also invest in your relationships. Because when we do so, I mean, these strong relationships in our lives are really the building blocks to catapult us toward our biggest goals, whether that's in business or in our personal life. So Miriam, thank you so much for this conversation. As always, I can't wait to hear what you think about this one. Make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And without further ado, let's dive into this one. All about lessons in dating your business with Miriam Steckity. So much, I think, obviously, of your about your work and your book is this focus on building relationships. And I love this idea because if we can build our relationships from the beginning, both in our personal life and also professional, I think it just goes such a long way. So to start, I'd love to know, at what point did you realize like the key to everything is this element of relationships? Because I don't know if we all get there right away. Like sometimes it takes some time. So I'm curious what your experience has been like, that like aha moment maybe where you're like relationships, this is it. This is everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, growing up, I was a dancer and I always loved being a part of a team. And it's funny as you grow, you know, up and you go through your twenties or your thirties and you realize like those were some of the best times in your life. And it wasn't necessarily, um, the experience of dancing, you know, competitively, but it was those friendships and those relationships that made it so much fun. And so as, as an adult, you know, you go through your job and your career. And I think over time, I realized that it it's not necessarily what you're doing, but it's who you're doing it with and how you feel right when you're doing it. So when building my own business, after I, I did the corporate thing for a long time um, and I started to build my own business and part of my business was building up a team, I realized that people didn't, people don't want to necessarily know, um, you know, they care about how much money they make and, and especially in the sales world about their numbers, but it's mm-hmm. more how they, how other people perceive them and if they're having fun doing it. And so as I was building my business, I was finding joy myself in getting to know people beyond the business. Um, what made them tick about their family, about their relationships. And I realized mm-hmm. the more friends I created, the happier people were, the happier I was, and the more motivated the whole group became because it was this fun, friendly competition, Mm -hmm. but also this place of this team aspect where it was fun and you really felt like people cared. And so what I 
what I tried to do as I was building my business and it started out with, you know, me, and then it became a few Hmm. of me. And then it became hundreds and thousands of uh, reps on my team. It was, it was about making people feel good and Hmm. appreciating and recognizing and not calling someone up and saying, okay, it's month end, you know, what's going on, but how are you? You know, how is Hmm. your husband or how was your weekend and and catching up and having that, that, that one-on-one conversation just for a few minutes really made people feel human. I Hmm. think it's about that, those relationships in your work life that, um, that, that go, you know, she cares about me. Yeah. She cares about me. And so I'm actually going to work harder because I feel like I matter. Mm-hmm. I think what you said, we, it's about seeing each other. When we feel seen, heard, valued, appreciated, heard, all the things, it changes things. It makes you want to show up, I think, for yourself in a different way and then show up for others as well. And so much, I think, of our lives pre-pandemic was missing that element of being seen, heard, valued, and recognized. And so many of us are coming out of this last year, year and a half, really recognizing like, I want to, I want to be valued. I want to feel valued by the people around me. And I want to value those around me as well. So how do we start to fall in love maybe with this process of building relationships? I know in your book, you talk so much about this. It's about sort of like the, the, the dating game of relationships and you apply that to business as well. But where is a good place to start maybe in building these relationships or, or really like falling in love with the process of, of building these relationships for ourselves? Yeah. So in my book, The Secrets of Dating Your Business, um, the first sort of few chapters, the first section's all about falling in love with yourself. Hmm. And that's something that took me a long time to really understand. And I think as you get, I think, you know, going back to your teens and your 20s, you're sort of wanting other people to like you, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you come to this point where I, if in order for me to be the best version of myself and, and, and be the best coach, mentor, boss, partner, whatever it is, you have to actually fall in love with you. And that takes some personal development. Yeah. And, and that takes, for me, it was reading a lot of books, listening to podcasts and having that free time of, instead of, um, you know, calling a girlfriend who's always drama. We all have those people in our lives, cutting that person out of my life a little bit. That didn't, that person that didn't bring me joy and, and focusing on me. And that meant working out a little bit more. That meant eating healthier. That meant um, taking care of myself, trying new things as well as going, okay, you know, maybe it's, I, I tend to get really defensive all the time or I'm always fighting with my friends or I'm just giving examples. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's not maybe it's not them, maybe it's me. So in the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur, what was happening was I was seeing all these people around me find success and it wasn't happening for me. And at first my instinct was, "Oh, I'm unlucky." And you know, they got lucky. And then I go, well, maybe that's not it. And that happened after personal development. Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to fix Mm -hmm. some things about me. Um, 
And I realized that when I was talking to, um, you know, growing my business and talking to different people and networking, I was kind of making it about myself. And when I flipped the script to saying, how can I be the best version of me to other people and make others feel good and add value and just take the, the product off the table, take the service off the table and just be again, human Mm -hmm. and connect with people in the end, it came back that, Hey, tell me more about your business. Tell me more about your products. Cause now I trust you. And, and it happened because I had this confidence in me. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think the first piece of, yeah. of dating your business and falling mm-hmm. in love with your business. And then it moves on to now that I'm comfortable, now that I'm confident, now I don't, I don't really care what others think so much because I'm happy mm-hmm. and my whole purpose and my whole job. And, and I think everyone out there is to find, is to, is, is to find fulfillment for me by helping other people succeed and ha- by helping other people feel confident too. It just became so much fun. And I woke up every day going, who can I help today? Rather than how can I sell more products? It sounds like really it starts by just falling in love with yourself, building that relationship with yourself. Because from that relationship, from that personal development work, from getting a better understanding of you, you can then go out and serve others. You have to serve yourself first before you can really build those relationships with others. In the book, you talk a lot about too, just relationships that lead to wild success in your business. What are those relationships? So as I was building my business, um, I didn't even realize that, you know, helping other people succeed fueled me. Hmm. So at first it was, again, how can I succeed? How can I, um, you know, sell more products, you know, have more sales and, and build my personal business. And then I realized that actually the, the wild success can happen when you help other people. So I, I, I turned things around to say, how can I help other people? And the more I did that, the more I became friends with people on my team mm-hmm. um, and, and, and became that a mentor and a coach over a manager or a boss. Um, and the more I pushed people out of their comfort zones and, you know, help people, um, gain more confidence, the better they did. And the bigger my business grew and it started to grow by thousands and thousands and thousands. And it was really about making other people feel good. Hmm. And that's what led to the wild success. So to me, it really sounds like the relationships that lead to this level of success for you, and we're all going to define success differently, but it sounds like they're really the relationships where you're investing in them and they're investing in you. And in order to have that sort of mutual investment means you start by investing in yourself first. And I have found that in order to do that, you know, as part of this personal development journey, it often means we're shifting our mindset. We are probably just really moving away from beliefs, you know, that don't serve us. And so I'm curious, what are some of the things that you have found that really hold people back from either this element of success in their business or feeling like they're capable of building these types of relationships or really reaching those dreams that they have for themselves? Sadly, it's, um, it's someone close to them who 
they feel they're disappointing or they feel aren't on board with what they're doing. Hmm. Like lacking that element of support almost. Yes. And, yeah. and we call them like the haters, right? And it's and it's interesting how sometimes we think the haters aren't going to be these strangers. It's like, it's your neighbor, it's your best friend, it's your mom or your aunt, or it's someone who, oh gosh, you're starting a business? I thought you went to college, you know, or, or aren't you supposed to be doing this? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that's the, those are the noises you start to hear. And every time you get a no or you have a bad day in your business, you go, she was right. I should just quit and give up. And it's realizing that that person has their own experience and has their own negative thoughts instead of saying, oh my gosh, you're trying something new. That's so awesome for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, it's the people in your life who are usually in your small you know, circle who, who make a comment or say something or are negative that make you completely shut down and a lot of times give up on your dreams when they didn't even know that they were they were having that effect on you. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when I speak to my parents, so I love dearly. And I remember when I first brought this idea to them, because at the time I was working um, at a top New York City real estate firm and I was a managing director there and I had this great job, but I didn't have, I just, in my stomach, in my, I kind of felt like this is not it. I'm not, this is not what I, what I'm meant to do. And I didn't know what I was meant to do at the time. You know, I was in my twenties. Um, bringing my, my new business to them. And, and my dad, who's an entrepreneur was like, Oh my gosh, you totally have to do that. That sounds awesome. My mom's like, Oh, you know, I, I, I can't believe you're doing that or hmm. just, go, you know, you, 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 how do you have time for that? And, and then I felt like at over time, I, I wasn't sharing things with my mom as I was with my dad, because I felt like I didn't get that initial support, but really yeah. Yeah. he was just speaking her mind at that moment. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs face that. Yeah. I, I, and I think too, you know, when we have people like that in our lives that show up, the way that I've always looked at it is it's an opportunity for you to really solidify for yourself what it is that you want to do. And anytime you have a negative comment or a naysayer or someone who puts a little bit of doubt in your mind, it's not that you buy into the doubt, but you use the doubt as an opportunity to evaluate, hey, does this feel good to me? Is this what I want to do? So I always have looked at those moments as an opportunity to reflect, to redirect, to just design exactly where it is that you really want to go in that moment. So I want to ask you this too. We've talked a lot about like dating your business and I know that that is the title of your book. Um, Is there anything else about dating your business or what does even like dating your business mean? Like what is that mentality? Because I think it goes back to a little bit of what we were just talking about of like sticking with it and, you know, seeing how everything pans out and Anyway, so I'd love to know just more of what that means. That's a good question. So part of the secrets of dating your business is going, you know, thinking about when you were in that dating world and in that moment. And I think back to um, when I was single and, you know, you let's just say, you know, for me, it's men and, and I, I meet some guy and we had this great conversation or we go on a date. And then, and the next thing I want to do is literally call him five minutes later and be like, when can I see you again? Oh my God, I'm free every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But dating your business, we all know is you have to be 
cool and calm mm. and wait the, the day or two, right? Mm-hmm. And and when they ask you, um, oh, you know, when are you free? You don't say any day all the time. You go, oh, I think I have some time next Friday, you know? Right, and, yeah. and, and the same thing goes for your business. When you're when you're sharing your your product with someone or you're having a meeting and it, it it's it's not chasing people down right mm-hmm. it's not it's still showing I, i'm busy i have i'm successful um even though you're not even if you're still brand new and um i think about like if you call a doctor's office right and okay you know i, I need to see the doctor and they say great he's free Every nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock, ten thirty, every single day, I would hang up the phone and look for a doctor who was probably <laughs> a little bit busier, right? Yeah, that makes sense. There's this, there's this feeling of if someone's busy, they're probably successful. Um, so part of the secret to gaining your business is even when you, you know, not chasing people down to buy from you, but adding value and doing a good job of following up in a professional way. That doesn't come off um, like a stalker, <laughs> like you know what I mean. And so, and I think the same thing goes sometimes. What's that movie? Um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yes, that Such movie. A, I mean, I feel like it's on TV like every weekend. Uh, it it's really stable. is. It's I a stable it. in my watching experience. It's, it's so totally good. On the other day, um, and it's literally doing exactly what she not doing all those things that she. Yeah. yeah. And it goes back to your business because. Your business really is a relationship and it's, it's about dating that your business and it's yeah. about dating the people in your business too, whether it's your potential customers, whether it's leads, whether it's prospects, and then it's people you work with and you're cultivating on your team. And it, it's this fun way of, again, dating. And the last piece of the dating is creating boundaries too, your own boundaries where yes, you want to give, 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 but when you have that confidence in yourself and you you feel like, you know, I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of, or I feel like I'm working all the time. Well, that's because you did that. That's because mm-hmm. you didn't create those hours of operation and you didn't put your phone away. And, and sometimes it's saying to people that you work with, you know, Hey, from six to nine, I'm off. I think in this, in this day of social media mm-hmm. and your phone, you can work 24 seven, but that causes burnout. Totally. Totally. And falling in love with dating your business is putting your business away too. Um, and having those relationships with your spouse or with your friends without your phone. And I'll be honest, I, I have some friends that Sometimes we're out to dinner and they're literally on their phone the whole time. Do you have any of <laughs> We all do. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like hello, here. I'm here. I'm here you to know, have dinner with you. This isn't fun. Like, yeah. It's, and reminding people like, let's put our phone. Oh, well, what if so-and-so calls? It, it'll be okay. Put your ringer on. That's mm-hmm. fine. But you can put your phone in your bag for, for two hours. And I, I feel yeah. sad sometimes because I... It's happened to me where I was too in love with my business mm. and then everything else starts to fall apart, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and it's the same thing when you are dating somebody, when you give everything to somebody and you don't have that time for you and your girlfriends and whatever, and that person breaks up with you, mm-hmm. you have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this reminds me so much of um, something I've heard people talk about, which is like, 
You have all these different buckets in your life, your business or your job, your work, your family, your relationships, your partner, your hobbies, and you've got to give a little bit to all of them. It's about managing your own energy and managing those relationships in a way where you're giving enough of yourself to all of them so that if something goes away, if something falls away, you're not left completely empty. And I think this is so much of what we've talked about throughout this conversation about, it's about building relationships, investing in relationships and investing in yourself. And so part of investing in yourself is making sure that you're giving your time and your energy to all of the things in your life that matter, not just your business or not just your relationships. It's, it's sort of like everything across the board. And so I'm curious, you know, as you've because you've really lived this journey and now you've written about this journey. Is there anything that's really surprised you along the way, like that popped up and you're like, oh, like I, I didn't expect this to be the outcome or for this to be, you know, how I felt. Is there anything about this element of building relationships and dating your business that has really just surprised you? I thought, you know, I think some, so many times when you are building something, a lot of times you put a number on it, right? Like mm-hmm. when I hit this many followers or when I hit, you know, this income or this, you know, monthly number in sales that you're going to go, okay, this is it. Now I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Attaching that happiness to that outcome. Yeah. And so many people say, well, I'm not going to stop until I hit this or, you know, I have to put everything else to the side until this happens. And then I go, well, what happens the next day when you wake up? Like, Mm. and you've, thrown away all these relationships or all these moments that you missed with your family or your friends because you were doing this thing. And so what I found was that in the end, it's, it's still about those simple little things. Mm -hmm. It's, it's still, the goal is still to, to have that quality time with your family and your friends and taking the time off from your business. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's, it's really not about the goal at all. It's about the journey. It's completely about the journey. And I talk to that and, and, and they say sometimes, you know, success, um, is lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of, you know, you hear about all these celebrities and, and things that happen, right. That they're in these movies and they're making millions and millions of dollars and they're super depressed and they you know, overdose and all these things happen. And it's like, but they're so successful. They weren't filling their buckets. Like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah. I've learned too, over the last almost four years of doing this podcast, you know, our joy comes from within. It's our own personal um, experience. And if we attach it to ex- the external, if we attach our self-worth, our our humanity, our joy, our love, all of the things just to external objects or people, it's not going to fill us up in the way that we need. And so I think that makes so much sense too when it comes to success, when it comes to building relationships or building your business you've got to be able to find this within. And that's really what's going to propel you to keep to keep going. I'm curious, I know in the book you too, you tell your readers like to expect to get ghosted. Um, why do you tell them that? <laughs> because it happens all the time. <laughs> it does. Uh, it does, right? It just mm-hmm. happens. And it's not you, it's them. But yeah. so many times we go, we we think it's something that we did and maybe it was, and hopefully you learned from your mistakes. We've all, I'm sure, you know, had, had those things, those stories 
Um, but it's a part of the process. And I always like to, to, I've learned now and I like to share that getting no and getting Mm -hmm. ghosted is a part of the process and you should go, yay, I got ghosted, you know, and, and that's just somebody who I didn't want to deal with anyway, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you think you got ghosted, but they never saw your message or, you know, they didn't listen to their voicemail or something, or there was a misunderstanding. And so it's, it's understanding that the ghosting part will happen. And then having enough self-confidence to, I always say, just in your mind, say to yourself, they must not have seen my message. Mm-hmm. At least try one more time to follow up because maybe they were driving and they missed it or they missed my call and something happened. Don't, you know, oh, expect that to happen. Follow up. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. You missed my call or you didn't respond to me. I hope you're okay. Yeah. Rather than getting defensive and upset. Yeah. And I think too, getting ghosted means you're in it. Like you're doing the thing, like you're in the arena, you're living your life, you're going for your dreams and your business or you're pursuing relationships. It just means you're trying. And I almost feel like it's just so much better to try and put yourself out there and get ghosted or to get that no, or, you know, whatever the case might be, than to just sit back and, you know, not go for the things that you're excited about and not go after those dreams. Miriam, I have loved this conversation with you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Really for, I think, a really awesome conversation about building our relationships and what that means in terms of dating our business. And I think what's been, what's really struck me about this conversation is that it's really about value. It's about how you value yourself, how you invest in yourself, and then you can share that with others, but it really has to start with you. So can you share with everyone where they can find you, connect, buy your book and, uh, and learn more. Yes. The secrets of dating your business. It's on Amazon. Um, you can also go to my website, which is miriamsteckity.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Mimi Steck on Facebook. You can find me Miriam Steckity on LinkedIn. You know, my name, um, and you can find me, you can Google me. I'm, I'm there. I'm ready to, to help people. And I just love, 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 um, female empowerment and helping people live up to their full potential Mm. and have fun and love it. Love it. Okay. Everything is going to go in the show notes. We'll make it so easy for everyone to find you, connect and learn more. And thank you so much again. This was, this was an awesome conversation. I'm looking forward to sharing it. Thanks, Sydney. Seek the Joy podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community, join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.